What is up and welcome into the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann. I'm joined as always by my outstanding co-host. He's a Chicago Public League legend. He's a Simeon legend. He's a Grambling State legend. He played second base for the Tigers back in the day. He was all swack. It's Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we got the NFL Draft Analyst for NBC Sports Chicago. You can catch his work at NBCSportsChicago.com. He is Glenn Morgan. He's our GM. And uh, I guess the only thing to say right now is the Chicago Bears are on the clock. Wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. First time, uh, first time in my lifetime. We got the number one pick in the draft. That's crazy. <laughs> I I I wasn't expecting that. Um, I I thought the Texans would lose. You know, um, this is the first been. this is the first time since night I saw 1947 was the last 72 time the years. I think yeah. they said. Yeah, yeah, the Bears had 75 a years. That's crazy. Yeah, crazy. That, that's that's crazy. Uh, that's crazy. Cool. <laughs> that that means we haven't sucked as much as right. some other teams have throughout the last. You know. Uh, yeah. Three Last century, of a century, <laughs> of a century. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it, it's interesting. I mean, we've we've been really close to almost sucking it's that bad, but um, I, you know, I, <laughs> the Texans probably would have lost to any other team but the one they play. I mean, we mm-hmm. <laughs> Bears had to be like, I mean, fourth and twenty, fourth and twenty, <laughs> twenty, and, two fourth down conversions, two fourth down drive. conversions. And dude lets the ball go through his hands in the end zone, and he gets it. And then they go for a two-point conversion. <laughs> they were trying to win. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, well, I'm, and we, I'm, we're going to talk about, you know, uh, what happened you. with, with Black you, Monday. But, uh, yeah, that was, that, that was obvious. I think Lovey knew what was happening because he had, he had talked to ownership that week. So Lovey said, you know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm going out with a bang, man, later, later for this. Yeah. You know, I don't care who gets the first pick. True. And, uh, and and it helped us out in the long run. So, yeah. so thank you very much, Lovey Smith. We greatly appreciate it. You're my hey. favorite, my favorite Bears coach of all time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, especially now. So yeah, especially now. And hey, let's talk about that for a second, right quick. It's just side sidestep uh, the Bears' first round pick and talk about that Lovey being let go. Uh, and riddle me this, Batman. How do you go successive years and you fire? a coach and only give them one year and your team can't win, you know, six games combined, but the GM keeps his job. You don't want to hire these guys. If they're not good enough, then what's that say about your hiring, you know, uh, process. And not only that, but you hire these guys and you don't give them anything, anything to work with. Mm-hmm. It's how is it that not only that, but keep in mind, people forget last year, there are a lot of coaches, or potential coaches did not even want to interview for that job because they knew the kind of BS that Houston was doing. And Lovey just, you know, was already on the staff as a defensive coordinator. And again, as they always say, it's one of 32 jobs that are out there. And this is Lovey's third go around, but that is disrespectful to do that to, you know, not just to Lovey, but to the coaching staff as well. You, you're messing with people's lives here, man. When you, you sign to a contract and you don't give them, anything to 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 hold on to to move forward with and you just it, that that's just messed up man somebody that i, I, I mean, what do you do i mean i again, explain this to me make, make it make man, sense make it make sense to me it's it's no way to make it make sense it's it's as backwards 
it, it's it makes zero sense. You hire David Cully, you fire David Cully in one year. What was he signed to? A four-year deal? Last time, last time I checked, coaches' salaries are guaranteed, right? They are. So you hire him one year, fire him. Some bullshit, but at least Cully's getting paid still. But then you turn around and do it again. Right. You you hire a guy for another four years (laughs) and you fire him after one season. No one. To me, I don't think anyone in their right mind wants that job, will want to take that job. You are, I understand paying the coaches don't affect your salary cap and all that stuff, but they're just really throwing away money over there. And I think it comes down to, I would be highly surprised if Josh McCown is not finally hired as the coach there. Because that's who they were going for at first, and it kind of got backlash. But now it's going to be an instance where nobody wants that job. You think that's who they're going to hire now? They're going to go back to him? I, I, I mean, I, I see it. I think it was the plan all along. But they I, caught a lot of hell because he had never done anything. Yeah. And you got right, a right, guy right, who's right. Been yeah. a, a two-time. Right, so. right. You got a guy has been a two-time head coach. Was staff. he on the staff this year? No. I don't believe so. No. No. But even if he wasn't, who's going to want that job? They, 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 they've now we like you said it used to be the saying it is one of thirty two. You can't afford to turn down a job, especially as a black a minority. You can't afford to turn the job down when we are limited on those opportunities as is. But now they've created an environment where no one wants you do turn that job down. Yeah, I, I you, think you do. do turn that job down. You don't take that job unless you going in with the mindset is, you know what? I'm going to get this free money. Give that's me what, one yeah. year. Give me that's, one. That's year why. That's why you take get out of there. I would argue that, that's why. Because I do. I do think in that sense. No one's going to hold that against you with the track record now. Maybe. And that's a maybe. That's a that maybe. is a maybe. That is not a guarantee. Because here's the thing. Let's take your scenario. And I, I, I meant in, you, you specify as far as African-American coach or a coach of. But I think period. But, but I was going to say, I actually think, period, regardless of your, of your you know, your ethnicity, I, I don't think it's just, it's a, to, it's a toxic job. Um, but if, as an African-American coach, I think I, I think I can't afford to not take that job because that onus, that stink, it, it's on you. I mean, as you're, as the years go by and someone, you come up for another job, they're going to be like, oh, you were three and 13 or three and 14 or, or five and 12. What, what happened here? You know, and you have to try and explain that 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 mark is still on you. And I don't know why, why I want to start out like that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, not to mention, like I said, you it's not just all about, you know, it's, it's funny when you play in Madden, you know, you, you you run your players into each other or you, you, get, you get your job as a coach or as a GM, you fire this, you do that. It's the people's real lives we're talking about mm-hmm. here, man. You got to move your family. You got to convince other people to be on your staff. That's the other problem that no one really talks about. It's not just the head coach. It ain't just him. 
he's got to convince somebody to be offensive coordinator. He's got to convince yeah. somebody to be a defensive coordinator and position coaches. I don't want to align myself in a situation where it's a no-win situation. And like you just said, now you're seeing not just a pattern, but becoming kind of like, uh, I don't hate to use the word, over, overused culture, but it's becoming a thing where that's a, that's a place, it's a toxic place. It's like, dude, I don't want to be associated with what's going on there. I don't know. That, that, dude, right now, Houston to me is worse than what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were when I was a kid. Worse than what the St. Louis Cardinals slash Arizona Cardinals were when I was a kid. Those are places you didn't want to touch with a 10-foot pole because they were associated with losing. Here, it's not just the losing. It's like ownership. It's like it's, it's almost, I don't want to say evil, but it's it's like damn right down dirty. Like it's some dirty it's, shit going on there. Yeah. You, you still got the Deshaun Watson stink hanging over you, and people are still yeah. saying, like, was management, did management do him wrong? Mm-hmm. Or did they cut their nose off to spite their face? Because and and now you talk about players, it's 70 70 plus percent of the players in the NFL are of African American persuasion or people of color. Free agency. I don't want to go there. Nobody going there. Right. Well, you already got Brandon Cooks openly saying he wants out of there. Out. DeAndre Hopkins, they got rid of him. You know, it's, well, they did him a favor. <laughs> yeah, they did. They did. So JJ so, didn't JJ Watt. JJ yeah. Watt, that was an interesting situation yeah. where he like he wanted out. Like it I was get the left tackle. The left tackle left because he was speaking out against Bob Bob McNair at the time, and they traded him to Seattle, I think. You know, step going back. So, so yeah, dude, it's 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 pervasive, is what I'm saying. It's it's such a, a perfidious, pervasive, you know, situation there to where it permeates everything. It, it's it's the coaching staff, it's the players, it's. I mean, you're talking TV contract. You're talking, you know, how are you going to generate money? You know, I, if you're the NFL, the NFL might need to step in and say, look. <laughs> what are you doing here? I mean, they did put out that memo put, about yeah, that's the coaches. They're probably talking about know, Houston. And and then you do it. Uh, you again. literally do it again. Again, I'm pretty sure Houston. Houston is probably still paying uh, Bill Yo, O'Brien. O'Brien. Mm-hmm. I don't know what uh, Romeo Cornell's situation was as an interim. Cully, I'm sure, is still getting paid. I think he probably signed a three-year deal. And then Lovey's Lovey's getting, yeah. And Lovey's still getting paid from Illinois. He sure is. <laughs> he sure. Though I, though I think it's I think it's prorated though. I think even it's pro st- if you if you get a if you get a head coaching job, it's prorated. But hey, yeah, even I still, wish, man. I wish I could be getting paid to do nothing. I, man. <laughs> I will sign up for it right now. So yeah, to answer your question. If the Houston Texans want to hire me, the, the uh, hire me to be the head coach, I will take the job in a heartbeat. No doubt, I'll take that five million a year, and and fire me after after a season, please. I I, I wouldn't be mad at it, but no, it, it is it is a bad look, um, and that's that's now three three straight uh, African American head coaches that haven't really gotten a serious chance. One year, one Houston. year wonders. Yeah, yeah. Well, two two in Houston, right? What's that? Just two in Houston. 
right? Well, if you Three. count Romeo Cornell. I mean, he was in. Oh, Andrew, yeah. I don't really count. You you just kind of fill it in. But I, I thought <laughs> you meant as far as three black head coaches only got one year since. Oh, and, and that was still Steve well, Wilkes in Arizona. Well, still Wilkes, Wilkes in Arizona, yeah. This would be, uh, be the wild – this would be the wild shit that me, comes from this. Has, has Carolina said that um, – They're interviewing him and Jim Caldwell right now. So it seems like you know it's funny how all the black coaches get interviewed early. <laughs> it's it's hilarious. It's like they're oh, interviewing, they're they're following interviewing the Rooney Rule. Uh, Steve Steve Wilkes okay. and Jim Caldwell, and in Denver, uh, I think not Denver. Um, I think Arizona Van Joseph. Where where wherever Van? I think Van's a defensive coordinator for the Cardinals, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's getting a look see right now. It's just it's funny how That's these names. Be, if, if he's yeah, if he's on the on the current. Uh, Staff, there's no way he's going to get the job. Well, no, yeah, but the GM, the GM just quit too. The yeah. GM just retired for health reasons. So, so yeah, man, it, it's just funny how you know these guys are getting these early look sees. No, no, no. Is he? No, is he with the Rams? No, I think he's with the Rams. That's what it is. Vans with the Rams. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. He's a DC okay. for the Rams. I, I stand corrected. D'Amico is with 49ers. Yeah, he's. I know. I think Denver's Broncos at has yeah. asked for permission and man. possibly Houston. Yeah, don't go. Stay. <laughs> like, oh, I wouldn't even go to the interview. I wouldn't even go to the interview. You said, oh, yeah, no, thanks, man. Yeah, a statement needs to be made, like, by the people showed him that this job ain't ain't what's up. Like, we see how y'all treating people. You know, like, I could see a, a situation where they will, uh, what's the enemy? Finally, get his opportunity. Not at Houston, and that'll be that'll <laughs> yeah, be so I, dirty. I don't, I don't want. I don't want. I don't want him to get that opportunity. <laughs> that'll be so dirty, in my opinion. Like, <sighs> not yeah. at all. But hey, the uh, number one he shoved though. it to the ass. So, I sorry, I sidetracked us, but I. I just oh no! No worries. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. The number one pick. Here we go. Back to the gift that love he gave. <laughs> The question is, what do we do now? Oh, come on, man. You know what we do. What do we do? We party like it's 1999. Well, I already started that. I I started that (laughs) Sunday night. But but no, seriously, though, I think we need to be willing and dealing. No doubt. Picking up. I I would try to, you know, we talked about the Texans. I would try to trade down to the number two pick to to, uh, make the Texans move up. And then trade down to maybe the number five pick of the Colts and get some more picks and get as much as you can uh, for this for this draft pick because people, I know this this narrative has been out there. We have a quarterback. We don't need a quarterback. All right. And I know, you know, uh Glenn, you 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 know put a put a great post out there on social media uh talking about this. Um I don't I don't know where this is coming from. Um I'm dumbfounded by this you know what man i i I wrote down a list of things that we're going to be hearing that i Mm -hmm. effing hate hearing it's the same old nonsense that they keep putting out there and then knucklehead fans and knucklehead pseudo fans repeat the same bs and it becomes the unofficial narrative that keeps getting repeated and you hear it on tv and it sets a narrative that's a, a a negative aspect that that gets attached to people unfairly so and the bullshit we're gonna be hearing is running quarterbacks uh they don't last 
you're gonna start hearing that mm-hmm. bullshit. And I'm like, you know, really, like seriously, like name me a running quarterback that didn't that hasn't you know lasted you know past seven years because they generally do like you know why they last because they're running they're not getting hit they're getting the hell up out of dodge they're running to get the hell away from the badass uh protection that they have running quarterback mike vick lasted for a while didn't he yeah hmm. yeah donovan mcnab lasted for a while didn't he great yes, career sir. cam newton had 10 years mvp and super bowl appearance didn't he Yes, he did. Steve Young lasted for a long time, didn't he? Oh, don't don't forget, he's not a running quarterback. They don't want to say he's a running Mm-mm. quarterback. Right? Oh, no, that's what I was going to say. It only applies. Yeah, oh, no, no. I started off that way just to, you know, suck people in. Then I get wild with the real shit that, that <laughs> Steve Young was a running quarterback. Because you, t- you don't hear Josh Allen's a running quarterback. Exactly. Yeah, and this dude has led his team rushing three out of the last four years. Steve Young was running around in Tampa Bay like – like uh, Freaking uh, Justin Fields running around in Chicago. And then they, they saved him and brought him to San Francisco. You know what he did when he got to San Francisco? He ran. He started running. He kept yeah. running because yeah. that's what he was. That's that's, that's the, the, the pattern he fell into. He had one of the best runs of all time is Steve Young's run against Minnesota Vikings. He's a running quarterback. He had four or five speed. He was a dual threat quarterback. They don't ever say that about him. John Elway was a running quarterback. He lasted for a long time. You know, I mean, come on, man. Stop with that bullshit because – what about passing quarterbacks that don't last for a long time? They don't say anything hmm. about that. They don't say nothing about good old Andrew Luck. Yeah, Andrew Luck. He wasn't a dual threat quarterback. I mean, he could move if he wanted well, he, to. He was mobile, he, but, it, he, but he's so amazing. He got destroyed standing that got, got his ass up out of there quick, though, didn't he? And he said, you know what? I'm out. <laughs> Enough of this. So, so amazing. So you're going to hear that. Running quarterbacks don't last. That's bullshit. I just want to let you know that. And, 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 Lamar Jackson, he's hurt. Yeah, he got hurt staying in the pocket. Cam Newton got hurt. Yeah, Cam Newton got hurt staying in the pocket, not running out of the pocket. Uh, you're also going to hear, um, that's what he does best. He runs best. He's not polished passer. Look, man, Josh Allen is still not a polished passer, by the way. Dude is throwing picks left and right. And he fumbles the ball. Now, he's got Stefan Diggs, and he's got a big arm, so you look past that, and I, I think other things people look past as well. But he's not polished passer either, and he's got way more weapons than Justin. Give him a little bit of time. You're also going to hear, uh, well, what Ohio State quarterback has ever done anything? And I swear to God, I hate that BS. I hate, it really, with, I hate it with a passion. Dude, you can point to any, pretty much damn near almost any co- co- college team and – before somebody did something, that's cool. They didn't do anything. It even when that one person did something, it doesn't mean the people behind them did anything. I mean, point to me how many Alabama quarterbacks are just tearing up the league. None of them, because I don't give them credit for Jalen Hurts. Y'all, y'all, y'all shit on Jalen Hurts. Well, yeah, he's kind of an Oklahoma product. He's an Oklahoma product. I give that polished. credit. You know, two is still struggling, and we'll see about Bryce Young. But again, you know, look, Joe Namath, Kenny Stabler. Okay, you got to go back half a century. That's it. Michigan. They didn't, Tom, Michigan didn't even like Tom Brady. Michigan was benching no, Tom Brady. They, yeah, yeah. And 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 and, and they the, had nothing after him. And Elvis Gerback was average. And Jim Harbaugh, or John Harbaugh, had one good season in Indianapolis. No, Jim, Jim, Jim Harbaugh had one good at one one good season in, in uh, Indianapolis. He's kept the comeback. He was an average quarterback. I mean, dude, seriously, most universities, most schools don't produce them in mass. Tennessee ain't had nobody go to the pros or do anything besides Peyton Manning. They didn't have anybody before Peyton Manning. I know. I was there. It was garbage. 
we were we were wide receiver you without a quarterback. It was amazing. You know, Texas. How many quarterbacks from Texas? They've been a big time program. Vince Young didn't do shit in the pros. Cole McCoy, terrible. Average. Percent. Backup. Career backup. Less than average. (laughs) Most schools don't. Look, you want to go to a school? Look at Purdue. They probably have more success than a lot of programs. We don't even talk about Purdue. Jim Everett, Drew Brees. I know Jim Everett went to Purdue. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know that. (laughs) That's kind of my point. You know, Kyle Orton. I knew that. Mark Herman. I'm just, I'm just saying, man, it's, it's, it's a BS point. So I hate that crap. So Ohio State quarterbacks never did anything. Well, okay, whatever. How many quarterbacks from Clemson did anything before Deshaun Watson got? Exactly. That's always my go-to because I guess that, that helped Trevor Lawrence, huh? Sure. So where, where is the QBU? See, that's not really. Because Rodney Pete had a a long career, but nothing substantial, or nothing nothing like super spectacular. Carson Palmer is probably, Palmer. Yeah, he's the probably the best one of all. T- he's the probably best the best one. quarterback, and that's only recent history. And USC's been a strong program for years. John David Booty, I don't think so. So then there's no. So you're telling me there's no no reason to bring up the college. No reason. No, to bring it up. there's no reason. You, you, you'll get lucky. Like Miami got lucky when they had Cosard and Kelly. After that, they've been garbage. They've been garbage at, at Miami. Florida ain't never had nobody. As many as Nebraska ain't never had nobody doing Hey, pro. Rex got us to the Super Bowl, man. Man, fuck Rex. I'm sorry. Did, did that slip out? <laughs> wow. Did that slip out? The Tennessee hates. No. It was just him. He was an asshole. That was from personal experience. Was he? Douche, yeah, douchebag. Douchebag. This Sorry. from the, from when when from we he see worked, him. Yeah, when he yeah, worked here uh, briefly. Yeah, I never I never had a run in with. I never yeah, never talked to. Consider him. yourself. Hey, there's, there's no there's no there's there's no QBU. There isn't one. There now, isn't one. Washington's had some pretty good quarterbacks come out. But you got to go historical. I mean, dude, it's it. You're, there's not like it's not like they're produced. Like you, for example, you can say, in recent memory, you probably can say Oklahoma, right? And those guys have been serviceable, and they're all a transfers, and they were all transfers. <laughs> and, and again, Baker Mayfield, no, Kyler Murray looks spectacular, but one playoff appearance. And Jalen Hurts, we'll see what happens. Ascending this year, but yeah. We'll see. You know, I mean, you know, Josh Heupel, no. I mean, you know, you had you had the brother, not the brother, but you had the dude, uh, uh he was the last big time contract before they Sam started. Bradford. Yep, Sam Bradford. But again, nothing really substantial in the pros. You look at you said USC, Liner, bust. Sanchez, butt fumble. Butt fumble. I mean, two two AFC champions. Matt Barkley, garbage. Sam Darnold, garbage, garbage. I mean, <laughs> trash. But you know, these guys get. You know what though? You know what the trend I see? Because if you do look at the Ohio State quarterbacks, let's just go. Terrell Pryor made him change his position. Mm-hmm. Braxton Miller made him change his position. What was the other one? Before uh yeah, Cardell Jones. Not Car that was before him. Cardell Jones was got the opportunity because he got hurt. Right. He never even made it to the pros. He didn't even make it to the pros. 
Cardell Jones really should have left after that NAS championship run. Then who was after him? Was it Justin? Justin. But like, but but Burrow, they let Burrow go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow was there and he left and went to LSU. Who what quarterback out of LSU was killing before Joe Burrow? None. None. So so that's a garbage. That's a garbage. You know, but it, it's quite frankly to me, it sounds like the brother can't be the first one. I don't even think change, it's that. To change the fortunes. I don't even think it's that. I think it's just people get stuck in the because they hear that they hear the narrative. What 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 has Michigan done? What has Ohio State done? What is it? They say all these things, and it's like, well, dude, I get your point. You don't really hear about it unless it's like like it's a black quarterback saying like yeah. like they didn't say that about Wyoming when when uh, Josh Allen came out. They don't say these things. They don't say these things at all. Like they it it's it's when it's a brother. Oh, you know what you all say when it's a brother? He's the best running back on the team. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. When, I mean, it's when, funny, but like, come on, dude. Like, stop. When it when it's clear the guy's running for safety. Exactly. But but yeah, it's I mean, it's it's frustrating the stuff that we're gonna hear now. Um I I've already programmed my mind to only hear what is coming from the actual GM and coaches because what I, I think is going to be a lot of coach speak, you know, a lot of things to try to maintain leverage, you know, like today, I liked what he said when he said, you know, yeah, no with you that. have, you have to absolutely blow me away right. for me to consider you. That sounds but, like more of confidence to me, but the, but the, exactly but everyone, but everyone know the notion is, as much as you want to pub up Bryce Young, Will Levis, CJ Stroud, they are not locks. They're not. There's no Trevor Lawrence in this draft. I, 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 I'm I, saying, I'm saying by the like Bryce Young to me is really good, but it comes good. with a caveat. He's small as hell. And <laughs> Where, 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 where did he play at? At Alabama. Which means he has what around him? A shitload of weapons. Yes, thank you. You know, like, then you hear on the flip side with C.J. Stroud, he was going downhill because he wasn't running. Right. They were negative about him because he wasn't moving. What? Now, now when he <laughs> now when he gets to the league and he in a position like Justin and he got to move to save his life, don't start referring to him as a running quarterback. Well, he ain't that fast. So he ain't yeah. never confused with that. He's not <laughs> even like, that athletic. But it's like, man, it is it's it's frustrating. It's frustrating. And it's these, it just we have this dance almost every year. Like we have our quarterback, in my opinion. I agree. And and I found myself over the semifinal weekend, I was the biggest C.J. Stroud fan because I just don't like how they do us when they come to that position. It really makes a kid, if a kid is truly paying attention, why would you want to play quarterback? Well, I'll I, tell you I, why. No, 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 no. no I, I'm just saying, like, the, the stuff you got to go through as a player versus your counterpart. Like, I would, like, I was going to send it to the group text. I was listening to uh, 
Colin Cowherd right before we came on listened to a clip off his uh off the show today on YouTube mm-hmm. and and he the one mentioned how it's no true locks at that quarterback position. He like where the Bears may not have as much leverage as they may think with that first pick. And he was like, it's only it's only every so often you only have guys who can overcome the terrible situations they're presented. And he named Andrew Luck, and he named Trevor Lawrence, and 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 that's what. And I'm the huge. I am a big Trevor what? Lawrence fan. I'm a big Trevor Lawrence fan, but it really pisses me off when they say he. What did he overcome, dude? Uh, he didn't Nothing. win. Yeah, the defense won the game. First of he all, didn't, he didn't overcome anything. New because, coach because because they got rid of the coach, and 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 you people in the media are so effed up that y'all say his rookie year didn't count right right his he was he's a rookie now his rookie year didn't count (laughs) you're right i have heard that they got him a super bowl champion coach they went and made major moves Mm -hmm. and they still barely got to the playoffs had it not been for his his defense going crazy had justin fields overshot that guy in the end zone, like he did, it would have been all over the world when he had the wide open guy in the end zone. Oh my God, that was a horrible pass. That, 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 but but, they, but they're not gonna say nothing, you know. And that's what that's what bothers me, man. It, it's like same here. But but hey, it is what it is. No, fuck that. It is what it is. No, no, no. Change it. <laughs> <laughs> Change it. You know, it's crazy because here, here's a rebuttal. As I'm listening to us talk. Here's a rebuttal if, if I'm listening to us and I wanna, I'm refuting. Like, well, you guys keep talking about black guys keep getting treated wrongly and everything else and blah, blah, blah. Come on, Kyler Murray, number one pick. Cam Newton, number one pick. Michael Vick, number one pick. You know, quarterback this year is going to be probably be picked the number one pick. So, so what, do you, what do you mean? Well, you guys are getting drafted. That's what you're going to hear. And yes. But, but it's not because it's, deal with something. It, but it's not because they don't deserve it. Clearly, they do. The problem is, is perception, and and whether they're the number one pick or not, that perception, that onus, still seems to be applied to them. It's still applied to Cam Newton, Michael Vick, and Kyler Murray. You know, and it's it's the thing that 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 like you just said. It's not applied to some of these other guys, and 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 they're they're allowed to be who they are without having to fight against what they are. And it seems as though black quarterbacks are being held accountable for their athleticism, where a guy like Mitchell Trubisky is told he needs to run more, and he's lauded for running, or Josh Allen is lauded for his athleticism, and that's the kind of stuff that has to change. Um, so when it comes to Justin Field, bring it back to the Bears. When it comes to Justin Field. Why should we keep him? Why should the Bears not draft a quarterback? It's because you have a guy, and you have to be watching. It can't be immediate. You have a guy who can make all types of passes. We've seen that when given time, he can make not only deep passes, he can make deep passes from varied angles. He can make passes over the shoulder where it's like he's dropping dimes, and he's one of the best deep ball passes in his draft of his peers, I think, without, without, without by, by far margin. 
his athleticism is a, is a, is a, is a great, and I think that, I think the poll said it the best thing. He's like, Justin has shown he can make an impact with his legs. We need to improve upon, you know, his ability to be able to pass the ball downfield. Okay. Yeah, clearly we, we all see that, but to do that, you've got to have talent around him. And it's trading down with this number mm-hmm. one pick. So we can, we can put people around him and do what the Eagles did for Jalen hurts, do what the bills did for Josh Allen do what you know uh the jaguars the did dolphins. for what the dolphins did for two what the jaguars yeah. did for lawrence that's what you had to do and to some degree what's the what's the dude uh in in new york uh the quarterback in new york zach no 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 the giants i'm sorry uh uh daniel, oh, jones. Jones. daniel jones thank you daniel jones very much an athletic quarterback this, we've seen this dude run 70 yards downfield and they don't call I him a dude so. And they yeah, don't call him a dual threat yeah. quarterback. Yeah. They don't call him a dual threat quarterback. And he he's got four or five speed as well. They kind of hate Daniel Jones, though. Well, I feel like the I, I feel like the, the New York quarterbacks get get. <laughs> here's the thing that that hate that hate ain't where it was, and they're in the play. No, it ain't. And, and it's they, the, but it's the it's the Brian Dayball love, right? That's well, what it is. Yeah, but they, Brian Dayball, he, you know, he man, helped Josh had, out. And they had a they had a shitty schedule, man. No doubt, no yeah. doubt. But but hey, you work with what you got. So I'm just saying, it's Matt Nagy 2.0. <laughs> you got to trade down, and and you got to do for Justin what we've seen some of these other teams do for some of these other young quarterbacks. Well, yeah. who needs a quarterback? Um. Well, Arizona might. No, well, let's go. Let's Houston. go. Let's go down. Go down the list. Houston. Houston. Yes. Houston, but they're going to get one. They, they don't have to do anything. Yeah, they, they're going to get one. What if they want? If they're, they're locked in on one, then that's... We're not going to get that much from them because it's just one move up. No, no the Bears gave up a bunch to get the Bears to move are up from three to two. You're, you're talking. We had an and, idiot, gentlemen. And we just started. And we, the, just, we, we started, just started talking about the, the Texans <laughs> uh, organization. Yeah, You know what? I don't not want the greatest that te- organization out there. I don't want, I don't want anything... From them, it's that that tank. Even the Cleveland Browns look horrible because of that tank. I don't want anything from these. Uh, Arizona right. doesn't doesn't need one. No. Indianapolis. Yeah, yes. but again, they don't have to move up. They can get Will Levis. He'll be there. Seattle. Arguably. Yes, yeah, so maybe. But they have two number one picks. They can maybe wait for Anthony Richardson down down the way. Detroit doesn't need a quarterback. I think they're fine. No. I think they're good. Vegas. Uh, Vegas. Yes. 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 Atlanta. Yes. No, no, I no, think no, 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 no. Yeah, you're right. Give Ritter a chance. Right. He didn't do too bad. You're right. You're right. Carolina. You yes. know what? Yes, with a question mark, because Donald looked better late under Steve Wilkes. But do the – you talk about an organization that had – how many number one quarter – how many top three quarterbacks did they have on the, on the roster this year? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know what? Why don't y'all not do that and see what you can do? But yes, it's it's arguable, but Carolina, I would say if they had a chance to move up to take Young or Stroud, that would be a good choice. And then Philly has another top 10 pick. Yes. Unbelievable. Yeah. 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 So, Richard. uh, Houston again. Ooh. I didn't realize Houston had two first round picks. Yep. Two top 15 picks. We could get that. That's why the, you jet, might. The, jet, the Jets might need a quarterback. 
That's why you might. Yeah, want. I was gonna say the Jets. New England doesn't. Green mm, Green Bay. No, they've got two on the roster. Not that Green Bay would trade with us. <laughs> uh, Washington is Washington. questionable. I mean, Sam Howell looked really good against Dallas, and then Dallas was trying to win that game. I, you know, they were trying to show, and Washington looked pretty decent. But that's just one game. We'll see. But they, the rest, yeah, the rest of those picks I don't care about. But well, Tampa, I think you you play you play all these teams against Tampa, each other. Tampa might need one. Yeah, but that's all the way down at. They're in the playoffs, man. I don't. I don't want that pick unless they can well, give us. Yeah, a player would need to come with that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying that's a team that might. If they're my point is, if they're down that far, they got to do a lot to move up. So if they do a lot to move up, you get something, and then maybe you take that something from them, then you move down again. You're, you're talking about you want the Bears to try and have a top 15 pick. Look, if the Bears can get three or four, if the Bears can get three first round picks. And it doesn't start until pick fifteen. That's still three first round picks. I hey, my my dream scenario is they move down. They 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 do what uh, Kevin Costner did in uh <laughs> in draft the movie Draft Day, <laughs> uh, without losing your first round picks, but move right. down to two and then trade again at four to Indianapolis, and then you know why not trade again? And just pick up just a bunch of picks, or you keep your you know your first one, and you get uh, uh, one of those defensive linemen. He ain't gonna, he, he can't do it by himself. We need picks, man. We we need a lot. We got- no, 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 I'm saying no, 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 no. I'm saying you make a trade, but then you you end up in a in a position and in the top five where you could possibly get one of those guys. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean that's possible. Um, so you're saying just make one move as opposed to several moves. I, I mean, I want several moves. Yeah, I think several moves is, is a move. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if if they're saying that that's you know, Carter's a three technique that you need to to you know make this a great defense. There are other guys coming on the draft that won't be as dominating potentially as him, but are still really potentially really still pretty good. Um, you can even get Brian Brissie, and you know if, if if healthy, he is arguably a top ten talent. Um, and so if you drop to you know between ten and twelve, he might be there available. And he's he, now that he's he's a little more versatile because he can play five technique or three technique. So he's he's big, he's six five, three hundred. You know he's he's not as dominating as. Carter can be a time. And people people talk about how Carter kind of fell off. I think they're forgetting that he had a, an injury midseason. He may still not be completely right yet. So I, uh, I I think you know once he's completely healed up, he'll he'll be that dominating presence that he was coming into the season. Um, but yeah, dude. I mean, there's a lot of rush. There's a lot of edge rushers, and you know, a lot of four three guys that should be available even in the second and third round. So. They, the Bears need draft capital. They need to probably get like in the top 100 picks. The Bears need to, at the very minimum have like seven to eight picks in the first 100. That would allow them to get a good haul. Say again. How many we got currently? Uh, give me un momento por favor. I'll answer that question for you. Uh, currently, right now, the 
Monsters of the Midway. They currently only have three. Three. Three in the yeah, top one hundred. Three in the top one hundred. Now they 100. have five. They have five in the top. I'm sorry. They have six in the top. Actually, they have seven in the top one fifty. Um, but you need to have seven because because you look back when the Jaguars and the Jets both were having multiple first round picks. They were having like six, seven picks in the first one hundred. And that's where you can really make some hay, man. I mean, just think about what the Jets did just on the just just last year's draft. But they turn around; those they hit on all three of those guys: Sauce Gardner, uh, Brees Hall, uh, Johnson, the, the edge rusher. He didn't he he's shown that he's going to be able to be a difference maker as as his career progresses. But those those are three really good picks, and they had Vera Tucker last year. I mean, they did a really good job just using the draft. But that's having enough of those picks so you have that margin for error. And that's the other thing, too. We're not going to hit on all of them. So if you got seven, you hit on four, it plays a lot better than if you have three and you hit on one. Yeah. I like it. Now, obviously, the draft isn't everything. We also got free agency coming up. If you guys were looking for a receiver – who would you want to try to go out there and get? And I know, well, not, and not even just free agency, but also trade, because there probably aren't going to be any top receivers in free agency. Yeah. yeah. Really I can <laughs> only thing I can think of is a trade option, and that's T. Higgins in my eyes. I like T because he's young enough. I think he is he, do you think he's a number one? Oh, yeah. I think he's a number one. I think I he's think a legit he, number one. Yeah. He was a number one before Chase got there. And they, you know, he, he had, he was, he was having a good, you know, he had, he was doing well as a receiver. It wasn't like he wasn't doing well. It's just, you got like, it's like having John Taylor and Jerry Rice. You know, he's more John Taylor, Chase is more Jerry Rice, but you know, John Taylor was still a beast. With Jerry Rice. He was, I mean, we never knew what he was like without him. It's like having, you know, I mean, not quite the same because of the, way the game was is different but john stallworth and lynn swan people didn't realize how cold john stallworth was because lynn swan was getting out of the pub but john stallworth was a cold dude too right you know it's like having tory holt and isaac bruce you know i mean yeah t higgins is definitely a number one what, what about my guy deandre hopkins you know a lot of wear and tear uh i i, I, I like the hop but a lot of wear and tear. He hasn't really, in the last two, three, maybe even four seasons, he doesn't practice as much because he's, you know, saving his body for the game because he's dealing with this injury, that nagging. He plays through him to his credit, but that's going to aid you and aid your explosiveness. And we're kidding you on the tail end. I'd rather rather not. Somebody like T. Higgins where you're still kind of ascending or you haven't quite peaked yet or you haven't leveled off yet, I prefer someone like that, but D Hop, yeah, we'd be catching on the backside. Yeah, and I, I don't, I don't want to trade for that. And he's off of the drugs. That <laughs> might have been, been a contributing factor. Allegedly, yeah. allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> yeah, and that's maybe a reason, like you say, you know, he was doing that to, you know, kind of contend with all the stuff he's been dealing with. But, you know, I ain't mad at you, but. Yeah, if you if you're gonna be out another six weeks, <laughs> seven right. games or, or longer, hey, came came through for my fantasy team, man. <laughs> you know who I like, and he he's a pseudo number one to me. He's been a, he was number one when he got drafted. 
and they traded for him this year, or he's a free agent this year, I think. But the team did start playing better till late, and that's DJ Chark. Uh, I actually wanted the Bears to kind of go after him this year to help Justin. Um, I, is, he I a like free, him. is he a free agent? Yes, he's a free agent this year. Oh, mm. okay. um, I, I like him. He's an unrestricted free agent. I like him. Um, but again, he may be more of a, I don't know, he, he, he's, not, he's not that guy, that guy. But he's, he's a really good player to have. But I don't think it's going to cost you an arm and a leg. He's definitely an upgrade of what we have. Most of the guys, they're just, they're, they're possession receivers. You look at Marvin Jones, he's in his, you know, he's, he'll be 33. Julio Jones will be 34. You know, Alan Lazard, he's young, but he was never – he's never a speed guy. He's just a possession guy. Uh, Jacoby Myers, I'm not pumped. You know, Juju Smith-Schuster, you know, possession guy. A.J. Green is old. Jarvis Landry's old. You know, Nikhil Harry, we have him already. Pringle, we have him already. Sammy Watkins is old. I mean, most of these guys are just either yeah, older. not much yet. Not much I want no. there. No. No. There's some decent slot guys with Paris Campbell, McCole Hardman, Marquise Good Goodwin. Um, you know, some decent slot guys. But we, you know, Mooney didn't we have Marquise Goodwin? We did, but it doesn't mean you can't come back home again. So in that case, we we okay. We touched on the possibility of trade. Uh, we looking at the free agents. So right. let's say we acquire more picks. Mm-hmm. Let's say we end up with two first round picks. Okay, we should have two first round picks. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Do we? Who do you think we should target? Do we target a receiver? No. Okay. That's the <laughs> hey, first here's question. the thing. I, only if it's Quentin Johnston. If you can get him, then yes. If you're not, then the other receivers that are first rounders this year, they're potentially slot guys in the NFL. Or they'll be the number two guy in the NFL. They're not. They don't. They're not going to be the guy who's a primary receiver in the NFL as a primary outside receiver. You got uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba from Ohio State, who had that great game in the Rose Bowl, where he set the record for most yards in a in a bowl game ever in the history of college football. He hardly played this year. So how 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 strong do I feel about him? if you've been dealing with a nagging ankle injury all year for you to be my guy, to be the guy that I'm picking the first round pick with. Nah, uh, he's, he's like six foot one ninety eight. He's okay size, but he probably would be better and more dangerous in the slot. Same thing with uh, last year's Blitnikoff award winner and Jordan uh, Addison. Addison. Yeah. He's not much bigger. He's six foot like one eighty five. but again, more dangerous in the slot. You look at my guy from Tennessee, Jalen Hyde, you know, came out of nowhere this year. He got bigger. He's six foot, about 185, and he can probably put another 10 pounds on. And he has that ability to be inside out, but he's a, he could be considered a one-year wonder. Do I really want to put a first-round pick on this guy that might not be able to get off press coverage? Hey, you know? this might be talking real good about him. Uh, and they might not be listening. That oh, might yeah, hurt, yeah. yeah. That might hurt his chances I, even more. I trust that. I mean, look, Jalen Hyde is dangerous. I mean, just ask Alabama. I mean, he torched the hell out of them. They do score five touchdowns, and those guys from Alabama are going to be playing on Sunday as well. So it's not like the talent isn't there. It's just you're talking first-round pick. I mean, if Jalen Hyde is there in the second round, okay, I feel a lot better about it. But first-round pick, NFL, primary receiver, you want to be my guy, you're going to be that dog, you're going to be that dude that gets off the press coverage that I can go deep with, that's a red zone threat. 
The only person that really speaks to that as a first-round talent is Quentin Johnson out of TCU. Now, there's some other guys later in the draft that'll be there. And to answer your question, I don't spend the first-round pick on them, but if I've got two second-round picks or two third-round picks, yeah, I definitely would spend on one of those guys there. But to answer your question even more so, what position? I think you got to build on the trenches on both sides of the ball, man, mm-hmm. offensive line and defensive line. Uh, that's where I think – or def- defensive front seven, if you can get that, that you know, killer edge rusher. But, again, for the Bear system, being a 4-3 system, it's probably going to be a legit defensive end. So, again, a defensive lineman and an offensive lineman, I think if you get two yeah, first-round picks. I don't want an edge, uh, edge rusher playing in this defense. Not brings back not, brings back shades of, of Shea McClellan. I don't want that. <laughs> well, you can't be that small. I mean, you need to be I'll like never, I'll never forget. He came in one day. <laughs> Did you see him too? And I, like, really? I looked and I, you know, right. we, we shook hands and I, I was like, you know, and and you know, I'm 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 a little large, you know. <laughs> but I was like, man, no, that's not gonna work. Cause <laughs> He's nowhere near my size, and and you ask him to play defensive end? No, that's not gonna work. And it didn't. And it didn't. <laughs> it did. Yeah. So yeah, I want to stay away from edge rushers playing uh, this defense. I, I don't mind if my if you're six four to six six two sixty five to two eighty. Yeah, if you're that guy. Then okay. If you if you're Alex Brown size coming in. Yeah, that that that'll that'll work. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. When I say when I say defensive end edge rusher, that's what I'm talking about in this four three defense. And there's a few of those guys that will be. There are more of those guys will be in the in the second round and the third round, but there are a few of them that will be in the first round as well. The best one is Miles Murphy out of Clemson. Now that guy, I don't know if he'll fall or where he'll be. If we have that fifth pick you're talking about, is when we trade down. Yeah. That might be a guy that you can get at number five, if you know, especially if DeAndre, if uh, Jalen Carter's already gone. So Miles Murphy, uh, he's at six five, two seventy five. Oh uh, yeah, he's a big dude. Yeah, and he can he he's got that first step. He's got that that flexibility to get around the edge. He can hold a point of attack. Um, he just played a little uninspired this year. So you know where where's his motor is is kind of the question. But he might have just been bored. And just playing, making business bored. decisions. <laughs> hey, sometimes Cass is bored, man, and making business decisions so they get to the pro. Hey, I'm looking. Out. I'm looking at a picture from high school. Oh my god, he was a man amongst boys. Yeah, it's a little unfair. Yeah, jeez. All right. Yeah, that's 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 what I want. So if that's say if they do, if they get, let's say they they stay in the top ten and then they get a mid first round as well. Offensive line. Oh, O-line at that point? Oh, my God. Yeah, man. A, a couple of those guys would be there. I, I hate this. This one dude's a, and I, you know, there's always a, in the English language, there's always, what do you say? There's, there's the rule, but then there's always like a, a butt to that rule or whatever, you know. Um, Roderick Jones doesn't have a lot of experience in terms of playing, but if you just watch him move on the football field, he's out of Georgia. Uh, and you're talking like six five, three fifteen, but he he looks felt. I mean, he looks like he could be, you know, uh, power forward, like 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 LeBron. He's running, he's after, he's chasing LeBron down and blocking his shot. I mean, mm. he looks he looks that athletic. He moves so 
his agility is it, it jumps off the page you see how he moves his feet going you know, left or right like i don't see him getting beat and even when he kind of like maybe tries to throw a punch to try and, and, and stymie uh, an edge rusher and he maybe he misses a little bit his recovery is so good that he's even if he's slightly off balance he regains it so much quicker than most people and his arms are so long he can kind of ride you out and, or he can get the, his arms extended and he's able to keep you off and he's strong and he's got that natural sinewy strength it's not like just you know weight room strength it's just like straight and he's still he's still growing in terms of his knowledge and, and expanding his game and his skill set he he looks to me when i look at him i'm like dude you have all pro in your future written to me um and that guy's just so athletic man it's just and it's it's not even fair you know it's like you know he was he was kind of touched a little bit with, with some blessings <laughs> no doubt um and now i don't know if uh Northwestern has a really good technician and his arms are a little short. Here's a guy that could maybe even play guard in, in the NFL and be effective, but just like his, his predecessor, Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern, uh, Peter Skaronsky is a tactician dude. And he's, he's one of the best pass protectors coming out of this draft. As a matter of fact, PFF has him rated as the best pass protector. I think he rating is around 92.5. Um, he's not as a, He's good as a run blocker, but and he's got a little nasty to him, but he's a way better pass protector at this point. But he's one of those guys just as skilled. He's always in the right place at the right time. And he's got he's got a big of a legacy as well. His old man blocked uh, for the Packers on one of their Super Bowl teams back in the day in the, in the 60s. So he's a bit of a legacy as well. Um, and there's something to be said for pedigree, I, I think, when it talks about NFL families and NFL bloodlines. Um, so I would feel comfortable with him. He's, I, I think his ceiling is a little shorter than say Broderick Jones's, but it's, his floor is really high right now. Um, he may be available. He might be the first offensive lineman off the board. Uh, the other guy is Paris Johnson Jr. out of uh, Ohio State. And again, very intelligent young man. I think he speaks several different languages. He's one of those like, scholar athletes, like legit scholar athletes. And he's super athletic as well. Um, not quite, you know, the, the athlete that Broderick Jones is, but he's no slouch. And I think he's got some left, right versatility as far as a bookend. So, but, uh, I, I like Paris Johnson and Broderick Jones to so maybe be there as where you were saying in that, that mid teen tier area. He's right tackle, right? Uh, Paris has played both, but he's, he's been playing a lot of left tackle this year for, a lot of, for, okay. for Ohio state. He was more so last year. He was more so the right tackle this year. He, he, he was more so on the left side this year. Okay. That's good. Versatility is good. I yeah. So you're going to see in the first 16 picks. So the first half of the draft, you're probably going to see nine defensive players come off the board. And it made, in which I know it's just, it seems like you're basically saying just one more than half, but I think from one to 16, from like one to 10, you might see, you know, more defensive players. Like, like you're outside of the quarterbacks. There's no, I don't think Quentin Johnson is going to be, he, he might be the eighth or ninth pick in a draft. That might be the highest non-quarterback offensive player taken. I, I think even some of these offensive linemen might fall between 10 and 16. Yeah. The 2022 season for the Bears, three and 14. How successful of a season was this for them, do you think? One of the best, worst seasons I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. <laughs> I have, I honestly think 
outside of the Super Bowl in 06 <laughs> and 2010 going to the NFC Championship game. This is the third most successful season since the year 2000. Uh, come on, you're forgetting Jim Miller's uh, Chicago Bears. No, I put this over that. Oh, we only really? got to we got to the divisional playoff. That was a pretty fun season. Though, it was a fun, I didn't say it wasn't some, fun. Some, some memorable I'm saying, games. I'm saying most successful. Successful by being the best losers out there. Huh? We we found a quarterback <laughs> and we got the freaking number one pick. And I, he survived. He survived. The yeah. Season. Yes. Th- yeah. That's, one one thing. That's and, success uh, to me. Adam Adam Hope said this, and I couldn't agree more. He was like, "If you told me before the season started that the Bears would go three and fourteen, and the quarterback improves, I would have told you that's bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened. And, and in a three and fourteen season, no matter how you look, like stat watchers watch the games. The guy improved, mm-hmm. and he improved during the season. It wasn't. It was a progression. It was started out a little rough, and he he made strides until he just hit the wall against Detroit. That, no, the wall hit him. Yeah, yeah that's what. Happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that number ninety-seven, and that, uh, what's what's Houston's number? And <laughs> number ninety. That's 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 what hit him. Facts, facts, you know, so like I have three or 14 season, I was glued to watching Justin Fields play football. I was glued to it. People knew as a trainer. And yeah, I blamed it on the I, I blamed it on the podcast a little bit. I can't miss Bears games because I got to talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> but, but in reality, I'm not trying to miss a single moment of Justin Fields on the football field. Like, he was electric. It was electric, man. Have I, in my lifetime... I, the most electricity I've seen from the Bears came on kickoffs and punts. Devin Hester. Yeah. Devin Hester. The most electricity I've ever seen. The kid was electric, man. And, and it's just a shame that so many people have so much to say. Like, I give, I give, I give a little kudos to my favorite hater, Shady McCoy. He actually said the Bears should not. Looking to a quarterback. Did he say that? He, he did. did. But then he, he did. But he contradicted himself but later on. He did that. contradict <laughs> himself. And he he and he went back to the old punk ass shady. Talking about he's talked to receivers right. and they they well, don't want to come play with Jack Jared, uh Justin Fields. He ain't talked to nobody. But when earlier, when when Acho was saying that's the case for Lamar Jackson, he was saying these receivers ain't got no choice if you trade for them. You know, so, 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 you know, like, it's like, you, you, you take what you can get from that guy, you know, <laughs> you take, and it really, it really bothers me that they, and I'm not going to say that, I will say that off there, but yeah, you take what you get from that guy. But I'll, yeah. I'll tell you what, what you said in terms of if, if, if Adam Hogue, like, you know, that if the team 
the quarterback got better on three and 14 team. You, you scream bullshit. It's hard to believe this. I'll even add to that. You're um, co-signed hundred percent. But if you were to tell me that the coaching staff did a good job, <laughs> I wouldn't believe yeah. it. Three and 14 yeah. team. Yeah. And they did do a good job. I mean, they, they had their faults, but they did a, they did but, a, good, but they did a great job. You got, you got, Mark McCarthy, twelve and five, and he's on the hot seat every day. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the, only, the only issue I had with this coaching staff was how they managed Justin Fields in the last two weeks of the season. Right, that's, that's my yeah. that's my only issue. I mean, the team, but you even the Minnesota game, man, they played hard. Yeah, made adjustments. But yeah. How often did we say that over the last twenty years of man, our career? One thing that I didn't know until today, we were the third least penalized team that's a big that's yeah. coaching with 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 rookies that out snapped other rookies across the league by a thousand plus snaps that's coaching it the 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 framework is there and they played hard all year you, you, you framework is there they, they had what maybe two blowout games but it wasn't because they weren't playing hard they just they played, they just, they ran to a bus saw. Well, they one didn't. of them blowout games, Justin didn't play. I mean, let's just be real. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> at that point, yeah, we were, at, during that time, we were playing extremely well offensively. You can say the Cowboys game was a blowout, but I mean, the, they scored 29 points that week. That was, that was a weird game. Yeah. Was, <laughs> and at one point, it was like, it was like 20 points were scored so fast at one right. point and that Cowboys game where it was yeah. just weird. And <laughs> then the, like I said, the minute this, this last Minnesota game, um, they had every reason to pack it in. Right. Week 17 game, nothing to play for. Uh, and <laughs> Nate, Nathan Peterman starting at quarterback. And then and they brought in, <laughs> they brought in some guy named, named Tim Doyle or Tim Boyle. I, say, I, I don't even know his I name. Say, I say, oh, they, they, I say, they don't care today. They want Ooh. the world to know they're taking. <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> I'm like, and he did what he needed to do. I was, I'm, I was so proud of him out on the field. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, maybe they felt Peterman was was playing <laughs> a little too well. Because I was even, getting, though, I was getting a little we worried. Lose, even though we were losing. It was like, okay, look, okay, we need a little more of a cushion because they didn't bring <laughs> at the halftime, they didn't bring the guy back in. I'm like, I, at first, I'm like, maybe they're gonna go Peterman, do Peterman, do. Mm. But I'm like, when the half at the half and the score was basically out of hand, Peterman stayed in. It was like, oh, now they realize, okay, we have no chance of. <laughs> well, I was wondering what was up. going on when uh, Eberflus got that. Uh, Got that three points taken off the board. I was I was hot. I was mad <laughs> I'm like, what are, what are we doing here? <laughs> we do need to lose this game, right? But you know, he had to. He had to. You know, make make a you know a a, 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 a good effort in order to seem like you know he was being being up up you know on the up and up. But but yeah, we could have kept those three points on the board. Yeah. Definitely. I was getting a little worried there. Two two things that, and I don't know the CHA CHGO podcast. Y'all watch that? The one guy yeah, he yeah, calls yeah, Eberflus yeah. the Flus. I, that's so funny to me. But two things the Flus did: <laughs> the Detroit game when he was like 
pretty much screaming at Kyler Gordon when mm. he didn't touch the guy. Mm. And then him showing emotion for them three points. Although I didn't want him doing that on them three points, I did like to see that. Because that, I kind of didn't see a lot of that fiery side of him this year. Mm-hmm. And and that was one thing I was like, that's kind of like Nagy. Like, don't seem like he yelled at the players or nothing. Like, it was, you know, and when I saw how he came at Gordon, when he didn't touch that guy, he was <laughs> on the field practically about to tackle him himself. I'm like, okay. That tells me when they are off the field, he ain't friendly, friendly, you know, right, all, right, right. you know, so – those two things stood out to me. But like I say, the latter, I did not like it, Flus. <laughs> Keep the three points on the we board. Gotta, we, we got it done. We got it done. We got it done. Hey, keep it here, man. Number one pick. Uh, now it's when is the draft? Is it late? April 27th. April 27th. And we can't trade. We can't do no trades until that day, right? No, you can do before no, you can draft. Trade. You can trade oh, before. Okay. Okay. But I don't know. I, I would assume that they would, you know. You would go up until yeah, at they, least they, that, that final yeah. final couple of days, at least. Yeah. If not, if not up until probably on draft day. Yeah. Real quick, I want to. You were talking earlier about how um, what's the cat on um, Fox that you um, were listening to? You saw X. No, 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 no. Oh, hurt. Colin Cowherd. Colin Cowherd. How he was saying that they may not be the talent this year the, the, to trade up to get these quarterbacks because none of them are necessarily the guy at this point. I scream, shut up. He, he doesn't BS. know what he's talking about there. He's shut the only up. one saying that, though. No, he's, the only one. he's not. I've actually heard other people say that, too. I can't – I don't know the names, but I've heard that thrown out there. And I say, shut up, because you can always point – the quarterbacks are going to always drive the market. And you point to Jared Goff and Carson Wentz. Nobody was talking about that. And well, the Rams – Rams gave up a boatload to move up to get Jason uh, – get Goff. And nobody – I'm telling you, dude, nobody knew. I knew who Goff was. So I'm like – I'm like – because he's he was out of Cal. And me, people don't watch West Coast football because it's so late. And Cal ain't USC, Cal ain't UCLA, Cal ain't even Washington or Stanford. Nobody's watching Cal games. And I'm like, I remember watching, look, oh, he's a decent quarterback. And they, I was like, you, I'm like, you making him the number one pick overall? Okay. <laughs> that's why I, said, I feel like Will Levis is the guy that's going to pop yeah, up. Gonna pop, yeah. Man, yeah. Mel, up. Kuiper, Mel Kuiper already got him number one. Dude, that, and then you're going to make me break my equipment here. I'm just you, saying. Saw, you saw what uh, uh, Chris Ballard, GM for the Colts, said today. No. What he that? said he said yeah. that yeah. there is a quarterback out there, and we're going to do whatever it takes and, and, to and go I'm, get him. And, oh and it's, starting, it's starting to look real fishy. Right. Mm. Well, that's great. I, I, that I that helps it. us I out. Want, I, I say, want him. No, 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 I want no, 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 him. No. Hey, this is please. good. This is good what Ballard is saying. Yeah, trade up to one, please. But I tell you this, if I think – so I said this during the Detroit game. I poked the first Detroit game. Because the way that game was going, it was weird to me. And I said, if the Bears lose this game, we will end up with the number one pick. That was November 13th. 2022, I shared the post. <laughs> that happened. We end up somehow getting the number one pick. Now, now I sit down and think, 
the Colts is the team that blew the game to give us that number one pick. I, if the Bears make a trade, it's, it's going to be between the Bears and the Colts. That's a conspiracy. from the Colts. I, I believe that. Poles has a relationship with with uh, the guy, Ballard. right? When they Ballard. both at Kansas City. Kansas City, yeah. It's a lot of wow! Wow! Look at you! Just, <laughs> you got your little red lines. And your, I just hey, hope I, we don't. We don't. I just hope we don't give the 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 friendly friend discount there. That's 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 what we don't want. No, you know what? I hope it doesn't happen. I hope we don't get busted by the NFL and they take one of our draft picks. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I worried about. Oh man! Collusion. This, the league has been in on it. This some Jim, just some Jim uh, Harbaugh NCAA sanction stuff. The league is in on the on it. Hey, let's move on, move on to college football and the national championship game. And oh, I just dropped my pen. And um, Georgia won. That's it. That's all. The massacre, man. The bloody massacre. I man, after watching TCU play Michigan, I I said here they were they were getting twelve and a half points. I was like, that's man, that's that's terrible. What is, what's Vegas thinking right now? This is going to be a game. Mm. Nah. That 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 did not happen. Georgia came out right away and just, man, blew the doors open. TCU scored early. Mm. I think they made it, what, 10 to 7? 10 to 7? That was it. That was it. And that was, that was a 55-0 run. <laughs> you know what that game reminded me of? My ass getting whooped in the Madden Championship and Shannon scored <laughs> 77 points on me. Oh, just, Lord. Yeah, 77 to 10. Just watching it happen. I got uh, I got to tell you about Madden, though, later later on. Don't, okay. don't let me forget about that. All right. Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. You, know, I, you know, I thought there have been times since pretty much the, thir- the 2000s, mid to early mid, mid-2000s, when the SEC really started taking a foothold of this national championship run. Uh, of winning them, and I thought that the one of the worst beatings I saw, the two of the worst beatings I saw was Florida, I think against Ohio State, and I think Troy Smith was the quarterback, yeah, Heisman exactly. winning truck quarterback, mm-hmm. and Troy couldn't do anything. I mean, he just he had no shot. And the other one was when Alabama dog Molly Wap kicked the snot out of uh, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Yeah. yeah. Now, I mean, the Alabama uh, LSU thing kind of got. Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry, Clemson LSU thing kind of got out of hand too real early. But, I mean, at least you know Clemson belonged on the field because you've seen them win. Yeah. Notre Dame was like, eh, you ain't what you used to be. And in Ohio State, it was like Big Ten. It's, it's, you just – my point is there is a difference. Yeah. <laughs> and you saw the difference yesterday. It's like, yeah – you gave Michigan, you know, some issues and you probably play Michigan five times. You lose four of those times, but TCU looked like it didn't belong on the field with the practice squad for Georgia. Like the third, like the third, third level guys would have still beat them like, you know, 35 to, to, to 17 or something. It, it just, it looked bad. Man. It, it was, it was a bad, man, it, bad it was, look. It was bad. <laughs> it was really it was, bad. It was bad, it man. My bad. my boy had a a parlay with Stetson Bennett and and is it Max Duggan? Max, yeah, Max yeah. Duggan mm-hmm. to combine for five hundred yards passing and five 
four touchdowns. Stetson did it by himself, didn't he? he did, Stetson yeah. got all four of the touchdowns. And he had, I think, 300, maybe a little over 300 other yards. And then, of course, he got set down. Duggan couldn't get – my boy only needed like 80 yards to win it, to get, you know, <laughs> Duggan couldn't get – Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it, man. It was like, golly, at this point, they got the – they got the red shirt freshman in the game, man. You still can't move the ball. It, it was it was bad. I, I was I was going in and out. I was working that night, and I think it got to 59, 59-7. <laughs> and I'm looking at the clock, but I didn't look at the quarter. Yeah, seven minutes <laughs> left. It was like yeah, it was like seven minutes left, and I'm thinking, oh man, okay, this game is almost over. You know, there were people talking about going to, you know, watch the rest of the game out, out at an at a establishment. And I was like, well, the game is about to be over. And then I looked up. <laughs> the third quarter. Third it was quarter. the third quarter. I was like, oh, my God. What is yeah. this? Yeah. Now, that that shouldn't happen. No. But I will say there were people out there that would say, well, that, that, see, Alabama should have been in the Final Four. Like, no. no. Alabama lost twice, and they were out. TCU deserved <laughs> to be there. The semifinals games were good. The semifinal game, yeah, they beat Michigan. They deserved to be there. It just they ran into a buzzsaw. There was nothing no one could do about that. Georgia could have played anybody, and it would have been a similar outcome. Just, just that's that's the way it was that night. You know, how good is Ohio State? I mean, they had them. They had them, and yeah, yeah, they had should have won. Should have won, and. but so. I think Ohio State would have got Molly whopped on Monday night like that. It was I think it was just it, it was just one of the, it was just one of those nights, man. It would have looked like last time Ohio State was in the national championship when they lost to Alabama when Justin was quarterback and it'd be like 52 to 20 yeah. something. Yeah. You know, like they double up on him. But you know, 52 to 20 something looks better than we stopped this. No, no, we stopped putting 80 on you at seven. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like we <laughs> I mean, it's like they were scoring us. I mean, did Bennett even get touched? I mean, that dude was running clean into the end zone. He's laughing. Yeah. I'm not even getting touched. You, you read his mouth. Damn, I'm not even getting touched. Old ass man, 25, 25 years old. 25 years college. old. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, I, that's um, what I saw the memes today. With, in the ages. With, yeah, with him, he was, he, he he was 25. He had a great beard. And, yeah. And the Here pun comes. of uh, TCU was third. Amen. <laughs> Yeah, get that scholarship. Yeah, get that paper, baby. Oh man, <laughs> they gonna pay for it. I'll be thirty-five. <laughs> I still got my hey, hey, hey. I still got eligibility. Right. <laughs> I could be uh, the backup to the backup. Too bad I lost mine, but man, <laughs> that would be great. But no, it's guys, it's guys out there, man. I was, I was. Uh, you saw Kip's post on on social media uh, where he was talking about all these guys getting these extra years of eligibility. That's a guy, Oregon. That's about to get a right. ninth year. Yeah, right. Yeah, I saw you put that. Yeah, you're right. That's uh, nine years in college, man. I wish I got that life. Insane. Well, Michael <laughs> Penix Jr., the quarterback of Washington, chose to stay. He had like what two or three years in Indiana, and this yeah. would be like his second or third year in Washington. So, so yeah, man. It's, it's somehow you know that that COVID thing really expanded people's opportunities and. uh you know, well, I, hey, the, it pays the, to stay in college now, too, though. 
Well, I mean, and, I, give me the opportunity, man. I would, I would love to go to, go back to college, but it just, I, I, I don't like it because it, uh, it takes away chances from from does the it? high school kids. It does. does it really, really, it does. Scott, it's one hundred and thirty. It's one hundred and thirty Division one college teams, and now you and got only and they're only eighty five scholarships at each of those schools. Right, but but now you got guys like you know you got schools like San Diego State. I mean, not San Diego, but I mean South Dakota State, and uh, South, you know. But yeah, North but you Coast. got a lot of, but and, and well, those schools only you only get sixty five. Well, here's the thing: those guys can stay in school as long as they need to. And well, not the not the incoming freshmen. They don't get the extra years. They still get a shot. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I like that. And you got you got you know recruiting now. It used to be, you know, we're going to build through, you know, uh, uh, recruiting high schoolers. You got coaches now going straight to the portal. That's that's where they start. Hey man, hey man, man got to eat. Try to tell about you know, you got to find a way to eat. If you got to eat, go to the portal. If you if you're willing to sit a couple of years, you would go to them schools. But these guys don't want to sit no more. Yeah, yeah, it's a different. Definitely a different different world out there. Yeah, just got, got to figure out, you know, get beat. I mean, you know, what's, right place. you know what's funny to me about Stetson Bennett, though? Had just imagine if Justin stayed at Georgia and Jake Fromm actually played the next year like he did, and, and Justin played four years. This would have been Justin's fourth year. That's right. Is Stetson Bennett still at Georgia? <laughs> Could potentially be 27 right now. <laughs> well, but that's important though, and that's that's cool because that's the guy that can buy all the drinks legally. Got to keep him on the scene. Hey, that's very that's very important. <laughs> um, Stetson Bennett does he? Where does he go now? Home. Just like you. There's no, there's no shot, no shot for him. He, he can he, be a, a Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah, he's a backup, bro. He'd be a late, late fifth to sixth round pick, bro. He'd be a free agent pickup. Well, I don't even think he'll get drafted. XFL? Uh, no, he should go to the NFL, but don't do that to yourself, XFL. You know, but I just think he's, he's, uh, he's Brock Purdy, you know, but just older. <laughs> it's just, he, he he's uh, Colt McCoy, just older. I mean, that's that's who he's going to be. Um, you know, he, he, these guys kill me because it's like, again, I know I'm about to slant rant, but it's like, oh, Justin, you know, he he was throwing to Olave and Garrett Wilson. That's why he did good. Uh, dude, you realize anybody in a playoff, they are on a talented team. Mm -hmm. Yes, and so you have to look at all that. And so. Same thing with Stetson Bennett. They do. You're on a talented team. You're throwing to George Pickens last year. You're throwing to, you know, NFL receivers. You're giving handing off to NFL running backs. You don't talk about a stable of uh, running backs. Georgia's historically had that. You're and handing damn tight ends. And the tight ends are beasts. Oh my goodness. Yeah, was got... Number zero. Dude, that's a big dude. Uh, I can't remember his name. Was it Washington or something like that? That dude is humongous. <laughs> Darnell Washington. Darnell Washington, yeah. And he moves a lot six, more. Six, seven, 270. Yeah. And he moves like he's 6'4", 240. 
but he hit but he hits like he's six seven. Two, seven. Uh, try tackling that downfield with a head of steam. I no, want I don't want no smoke. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, but Stetson Bennett, man, they, they got just like Mac Jones. You but that's how they, from... but that's how they do us. That's how they do us because you just made me think about speak again. Because they were talking about that with Joe Burrow initially. He was talking about he threw the chase and he threw the Jefferson and all that, but they made it like, but. <laughs> he's fine in the NFL. And then when they was talking about Justin and Joy brought up, you know, the weapons he had around him in college, like you get him weapons like that in the pros and they like, well, why would he need, why do he need those kind of weapons? It's like the, the, bro, the brother got to overcome the BS. Yeah. You know, it's, it's crazy. But Hey Bryce, man, that's Bryce why is good would have to praise exactly. That's why you know the golden every sport don't look like them. Like well, football, I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> I take that back. Congratulations <laughs> to the Georgia Bulldogs. Heck of a heck of a season. Yeah. 20. Have they won? They won what 29 straight now? Uh, uh some. <laughs> 32 lost, and one. No, they lost oh, the they lost, uh, the, they lost the SEC one. championship last yeah. year. Right. Okay. Okay. So the 20, whatever it is. That's yeah. a that's a heck of a They're 17, they're 16 and one, 17 and 18 and one over the last 19 okay. games. Yeah. I just did that quick math after. Not bad, not <laughs> bad, not bad. I wasn't a math major in school. Sorry. Sorry. Hey, let's move on. Let's Let's get the picks, man. Did I do it? Did I do it? I, I think you I did, we, man. Yeah. We got all, we all got one wrong. No, uh, uh, no. Smoke went three and I, I think I did it this time. Smoke went three and zero last week. I'm just uh, salty and pushed me back into <laughs> last place. So, uh, Smoke, yeah, you went three and zero. You had the Bills minus seven, Bengals minus seven, Giants uh, plus the fourteen. So uh three and oh you are now 20, 23, and two. Um I went one and two. Um I lost uh the Raiders and the Browns, but uh thank God for the Vikings and Bears. Got that win. So I'm 18, 24, and three now. Uh I guess what's that a game and a half back? That's a game back. And uh GM, you went one and two as well. Losing the national on. championship game. Bastards. And, uh, <laughs> we lost the Jags, though they did win. Uh, they did not cover the uh, – they were given six and a half. But you did get the Chiefs um, in their big win. So, one and two, you are now 21 yeah, six and, and a half 23. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, 21 and 23. Place. Uh-oh, I'm right there. Yeah, this is this is this is gonna come down getting to close. Uh, to the end here. Getting close. I'm gonna take Seattle. They are they are getting nine and a half against San Francisco. I think they will cover. Don't believe in Brock Purdy, I see. No, no, no. I think they'll win. <laughs> I think the Niners win. I just don't think they're gonna cover nine uh nine and a half. So I'll take uh 
take the Seahawks plus the nine and a half. Um, I'm going to take Minnesota. The uh-huh. Vikings are given uh, New York three. I'll take the Vikings. Fighting Cousins, huh? <clears throat> and uh, I'm going to take Cincinnati minus a seven against Baltimore. As far as we know right now, Lamar Jackson will not play. Or they haven't announced if he'll play yet, which I would assume that he probably won't. So, uh, so yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go with the Bengals there at home against uh, against Baltimore. Oh, yeah. Smoke, who you got? I'm gonna take the Niners minus the nine and a half. Are you taking that because I took that other yes. game? You think I'm a jinx? Yes, he is. That's the only reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, not necessarily, because I'm also going to take the Vikings minus the three. Okay. Uh, see, the goddamn Ravens game and the Bills game. You don't know if Tua's playing, and you don't know if Lamar Jackson is playing. Right, Tua yeah. better not play. There's no – yeah, it can't. You better not play, man. Something go wrong, man. Okay, yeah. so in that case, I'm going with the GOAT on Monday night. Wow. Plus two and a half versus the Cowboys. I thought about that. How are they two and a half favorites at home? Because they're, they're eight and nine. They're eight and nine. That's why. <laughs> They're underdogs at home. They're eight and nine playing a twelve and five team. That's why. Yeah, but the Cowboys have been terrible the last couple of weeks. Twelve and, and five, and that's one of them eight wins. The Cowboys one of them eight wins. Glenn, who you got? I'm going to take the L.A. Chargers minus one on the road with them Jags. I think minus. the Jags are happy to be there. They're minus one. Yeah. Yep, uh, they're favorite. Wow. Okay. Um, although Chargers. I hope Mike, I need Mike Williams to come back healthy though. I'll feel better <laughs> with that. Um, That's why I didn't touch it. Yeah, good reason. Good reason. Uh, I'm going to, but I'm I'm gonna trust Trevor Lawrence to throw some really bad picks <laughs> to overthrow somebody and, and then set his team up to lose. Um, you know, he'll learn. It'll be a learning experience. He'll be better next year for it. That's what you'll hear. Uh, I'm going to take them Bills because I think they're on a mission and all that, but they lost to Miami in Miami. I don't think two was playing. And Skylar Thomas or Broke Finger Ass uh, Bridgewater, <laughs> broke, broke, broke Finger Bridgewater, I don't think it's going to be enough. So I'm taking the Bills minus nine and a half at home against the Dolphins. And remember what happened know. last time the Dolphins came to town? Yeah, but two was playing. That two was playing. And um, the Dolphins are – look, I'm not a big Tua fan, but they do look better in his hands than they do the other quarterbacks. And we'll take them Bengals. Who that? Them Bengals. Who take they? them Bengals. Uh, minus seven and a half against the Lamar Jacksonless Ravens. I think Lamar is, like, trying to make a point. I think so, too. And I'm with him. <laughs> 
I'm with him. Yeah, that's pretty wild. He, Roquan he t- yeah. Roqu- yeah, right, right, right. Roquan gets paid, and yeah. they still haven't handled him yet. And he's like, hey, you see what your team looks like without me. So we'll see what happens there. Exactly. All right, fellas, good luck. Um, let me say right now, man, with the Bears getting number one pick, we've got the best draft analyst in the business on our podcast. So everything you need to know about what's going on in, in uh, the NFL draft, he'll Glenn will have all the, the GM will have all the, the insight on that. So, so definitely keep, keep tuned in to us. That'll do it for this week's edition of the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. I want to thank you all for listening. We greatly appreciate it. You can catch our podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. You can also catch us at hp53productions.com. There you'll find a link to our podcast and the Super Duper Podcast hosted by Rob Griggs and the Father Good Podcast hosted by Marshall Givens and Kenny Stevenson. Yo, Glenn. Yep. Please take us out. Hey, just want to say thanks for that nice uh, commentary you made there. Appreciate that. Checks in the mail. Appreciate it. And uh, hey, like we always say, thank you, Lovey Smith. Thank you so much, Lovey Smith. Thank you. When going wrong, when going wrong went right. Thank you, Lovey. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>